Hello everybody, welcome to Arsenal X, NGR Radio's Xbox Podcast. As always, even in audio form, you know what we do, Jesse. Throw up that X. Yes. <laughs> yes, we throw up the X because we're about to throw down. I'm your host, Eddie V. Joining me is the Wise West Council tonight, Mr. Jesse Douglas. What's up, Ed? Yo, sir. Yes, Bossman is not going to be able to make it. He has been recovering from... Uh, working on the website. So everybody, welcome to the new season of Arsenal X. Ooh, sorry, I had a, squ- I can't believe they still make squirt. People still like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, this is a refresh for all of Nurse Gone Rogue, uh, radio, uh, Nurse Gone Rogue, the uh, podcast, uh, Nurse Gone Platinum, Nintendo Pop Block, and Arsenal X, and besides the other shows, uh, we're starting our new season, kind of for the, like, fall, cause, you know, fall kind of started, but we're doing, uh, like, relaunching of the website, uh, relaunching of all the channels, um, of all the shows, so, uh, all, all the shows each now have their own channel. So if you want Nintendo Power Block, check out the Nintendo Power Block channel. If you want Arsenal X, check out the Arsenal X Xbox channel. The Nurse Gone Rogue is still there. And uh, Nurse Gone Platinum has even their own channels. Uh, we still have movie commentaries uh, here for Arsenal X. Um, like we just finished up the TMNT movie. And we're planning on doing another movie that Jesse recommended. Uh, <laughs> and this one I've never seen. Uh, but we're going to see how it all plays out. So kind of be ready for that one. We're going to try to do it maybe for Halloween. I think we played, we said Halloween, a Halloween yeah. episode. Yeah, I was, yeah, I'm hoping that we can all three of us get together. Yeah, like I'll, the only thing I'll say about it is it's, uh, it's technically, it's a mockumentary, <laughs> yes. but it, but it's got, it's got themes that could go along with Halloween. Halloween. So <laughs> yes. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, yes, everybody, uh, welcome to Arsenal X. Uh, this is a new season for us. Unfortunately, like I said, Bossman wasn't able to make it. He is recovering. And um, just, uh, if you guys uh, just want to send them a shout out and everything, uh, go to the Nurse Gone Rogue uh, Facebook page and just give him a lot of thank yous and stuff for all the hard work he's done. You know, pick him up, encourage him, because uh, he really works hard for us. Um, and he really wants us to bring out the best in our content But we're going to get into the show as always I'm going to start uh, and let you guys know what's been in my arsenal So uh, Shadow the T- I finished Shadow of the Tomb Raider You guys can read the review um, f- up for it uh, I gave it 4 Joshi Coins out of 5 It's a pretty good game And uh, I still think Rise of the Tomb Raider is better uh, but this game is kind of game of the year uh, material um, a lot of the stuff that you normally get in the uh, in Tomb Raider or Rise of the Tomb Raider is not there uh, but like some of the equipment stuff you start off with you don't have to go back and we get like you don't have to try to get the double uh the double hooks for you to climb or get uh a grappling hook and stuff you kind of like are equipped from there from the get-go and everything and you should start buying guns and things it's more of an rpg in a sense 
um, but easier to get a lot of skill points. Um, they kind of spread it out uh, a little bit more. Um, the tunes uh, and that you do in the game that you rate, uh, they some of them sometimes have enemies. So sometimes you'll fight different enemies in the game. Um, but it is, it is the final Tomb Raider game of the reboot. Um, it gave it a good satisfying conclusion. Um, I'm probably going to go back and get some more things. I think it said I was at 88%, uh, or 88.9%, uh, with all the collectibles. So I'm close to doing 100% of that game. Okay. So. No, I, I, no, like what, what I've heard and like maybe you can confirm this, but it, it sounded like they were trying to go back to the roots a little bit more with this one and trying to make it more like that, like that original one where it's more about the exploration and like, like, versus like always like i heard that like you don't see humans or something like that or go up against humans until a good chunk into the game was it you do you do go against humans in this game most of the games yeah. you do uh yeah they they try to lead you on to all of these other enemies uh okay. that you fight and go through but okay. they but they are also human uh but okay. they're just a little bit this uh this for uh disfigured in a sense um, oh okay. okay you get you you'll be actually be fighting like piranhas and um eels and stuff like that and you know you kind of got to move maneuver your way uh through this game it, it does kind of get a little bit dark and a little bit forceful at times um the lighting i'm going I, that's the one thing i would say for this game you want to put the brightness up because okay. there's some areas that is so dark you can't see where you're going and uh you know how they have the right stripes to like tell you where you could yeah. grab onto things and stuff you cannot yeah. see any of that it it, it you could barely huh. see it in regular mode and even in the bright light so they they, they did and when you go like you kind of go into your focus and stuff you really cannot see um okay. like they don't highlight that part so you, okay. you don't know where to go or anything so it does become very prominent do throughout that okay other otherwise than that it's a great experience the tunes are great um they're a little bit longer there's more definitely in them uh okay that's cool and uh it, it's a game to really pick up and and play through um you could you can't feel the difference uh, from Rise of the Tomb Raider to Shadow of the Tomb Raider, that both games were developed by different, uh, by different, um, teams and stuff. Um, but overall, yeah, four out of five Yoshi coins is, is really, really good. Um, yeah, like, well, and, you know, like, my thing, like, I, I've enjoyed these games, but I'm gonna be honest, like, my, my own, like, and this is really my only gripe with the games is, like I've I've always kind of felt disappointed with their tombs a little bit, like some of those smaller things, like where it's just like a like a cave type thing, and then you go like go through a little bit of a path, and then you find like gold or whatever at the end. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like I'm, I guess I'm more like I'm more looking for like a like a 
Indiana Jones or uh, like even like Goonies or something where where there's like a lot of traps and you know like but in the earlier games I feel like there was a lot more puzzle solving and stuff like that yeah and to make your way through to get to the you know get to the the you know whatever it is that you're trying to find and like like would you say it's a little bit closer to that like where like those original ones where there's more more puzzles and stuff that you got to solve in the tombs uh yes there are more okay. puzzles in in the tombs um, okay and that may be like not so much old school because mm-hmm. like with a lot of the old school stuff um you kind of had to backtrack and all the puzzles you mm-hmm. would do one section then you do the second section then you do a third section mm-hmm. and all of that would come together to bring to allow you to leave that level yeah in that one room so it's not like that in this game um it's kind of is it just a like that but a forward progression it's like you're going through all that stuff to get to the end yes and see okay which is good yeah and see the thing about it is when you go through these tombs and you want to go through the tombs because part of your skill tree is locked by tombs Okay. So some of the special moves and things that you want to do in the game to like make you survive more, you have to go to a tomb and unlock it. And if you don't, you don't get that power. Okay. And I think there's there was about eleven, t- ten or eleven tombs. It, it might be lesser than that. Uh, but I did. I got the. Uh, I'm playing it like I said on Xbox One. I got the uh achievement of unlocking all the tombs and stuff. So okay. my skill tree is open, uh, but I just now got to get the skill points to open it mm-hmm. up. Um, yeah. So, um, there are shops in this game, um, and then sometimes you're running to a special merchant who will have more items for them to sell to you and everything. Uh, okay. Uh, there are side missions that you can do, and that will help you open up some things. Also, getting more costumes and, and things like that that have cool. like abilities and stuff. Um, you still can hunt in this game and everything. Uh, but I played this like on regular or normal, and the AI is a bit smart. So trying to attack them and stuff, they will uh they will like dodge and kind of hit you. So, and you don't, okay. you have to earn the counter, uh, move, the counter attack that you had in one and two. You don't actually get it from the get go. Okay. So. Okay. But yeah, it's a, it's a really good game. So now that I'm done with Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I will be jumping back into Quantum Break and my other extension games. Uh, play Bloodborne with Moose. Uh, you guys can check out Nintendo Power Block about that discussion. Uh, for Switch, um, play Puyo Puyo Tetris, Dead Cells, Mega Man 11 with the Pro Controller. Um, I'll be playing some more games, uh, this week. Uh, I'm going to be trying to pick up Mario Party and Forza Horizon 4. Um, if I don't get Mario Party, I'm definitely going to get Horizon 4. Um, and okay. we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on in the episode. But Jesse, what you, uh, what you, uh, been playing? <laughs> Well, um, yeah, like going, like you were speaking of the, the, uh, extinction stuff. Uh, I actually, I didn't, and I didn't really mention this on, on, on Powell Block just because I f- felt like I'd just talk about it here anyway. But, um, so I did, like, one of mine was, was, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. 
And so I had finished that uh, before the the new latest Tomb Raider came out. But um, today I uh, finally I finished uh, Doom on Xbox, uh-huh. and that was a really fun game. <laughs> that game was so much fun. Yeah, it's, it really is good. Yeah, like the like I liked all the uh, the bosses, the boss battles. Did you play it on all... normal or easy? I. Don't, I think it might have been on easy, oh, easy. because yeah. I just just because like I I know like the Doom games they can get pretty chaotic, <laughs> and it did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> got very chaotic. Like you just like you're attacking one enemy and then like fifty of them are behind you hitting you, you in the you back, and it's just got like to move in that game. Yeah, yeah. Which and that's the thing though. Like certain like certain weapons, if you want to use the most powerful, because like in that game, um, you know, and it's been out for a while now at this point. People who wanted to play it probably have, but but like in the point of that of that game, like with the guns, is you want to like get upgrades and in you know like there's more powerful versions of of uh, shots or whatever that they can do and unfortunately some of them need to charge up mm-hmm. before you can actually get the full potential like uh, the full uh energy blast out of them yeah and so and so like like that that becomes challenging because you're trying to move well well charge letting it charge up and then hoping you get get a good shot like on their head to do you know the the most damage possible or whatever or you know or on their weakness points or whatever if you're dealing with like the uh the bosses because like a lot of the bosses there's only certain areas of the body that you can you can shoot that will do damage to them so so like you you've really got to try to be precise as to where you hit them because like like especially I, I won't say anything of like what it is but the final boss like they're like i i depleted almost every single one of my weapons ammunition yeah. like right down to the end be, by the time i finally beat it so like i you really got to hope that you're not shooting too early you're not shooting you know like the wrong spots it, like they they really did a good job of making you you know like work, work. to <laughs> work to to make sure that you're doing optimal damage to the bosses I, and it's, it's for the last boss it took me about 40 some tries yeah i yeah i like that's I just you know like being a fan of the doom the early doom stuff and like playing all that and I know how punishing those games could be that's why I'm just like I'm gonna try it on easy and then like if I really really enjoy it I I can go back and play it on a harder a harder difficulty mm-hmm. you know and just have fun with it then and you know like because like my my time my free time for gaming <laughs> is limited so yeah. i want to make the best out of it i don't want to die like 50 times and be stuck in one spot cuz i just don't have that kind of that free time to waste so i you know i was just like i want to try it this way to beat it and then and then if i really enjoy it i and i did i probably will go back and play it again sometime like i i really did enjoy the campaign and I, I could see this being one of those campaigns that I play multiple times, yeah, you know, kind of like I did with like Titanfall two and stuff. So. I wanted to do it on easy so I could get the collectibles. So are you gonna go back and now look at the map 
uh so you can get the collectibles like play it on easy yeah i yeah as i'm i do plan on playing it again and probably yeah try to try to 100 percent it i don't know if i will like right away but um but it, yeah i like the yeah i didn't really realize that until kind of late into the game that i noticed some some uh you know like thing like it showed other things on the map or whatever and so, yeah, I probably will because I I wasn't really using the map the map that much because I I really only pulled it up if I got lost, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I I just because that's why it took me quite a long time to like longer than it's than it said that it was you know would take to beat it. Um, like I, I think they were saying it was like twelve hours or something like that to beat it, and uh, I think it took me like fifteen. Mm-hmm. or something like that because yeah. i i wasn't looking at the map i was just kind of finding my way on my own <laughs> you know just doing it just doing it and just being you know like enjoying the the visuals and just you know finding my way around so i don't know games like that i tend to not really use the maps very very much like you know open world games i kind of you kind of want to because you want to you want to kind of make set up, you know, like where you want to go. But those kind of games, I just enjoy just kind of finding my way around and and trial and error and stuff. But um, yeah, I did I did play um, some uh, some of the well, I guess I think we talked about that last week uh, that I played the the demo of Forza Four. Yeah, but I did play. I did play it some more though. I because I'm I was enjoying the demo and I so I went back and played it a little bit more and uh, showed my son Max uh, some of the stuff in it and all that because he he enjoys like car the car games and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I played that and um, I played some Siege and uh, and then on Switch I I played some of the Messenger and. Uh, what else did I play? Get what else I played on there? There's something else. Oh, Bayonetta. Yeah, I was playing. Uh, I've been playing Bayonetta because that that that's uh, the next game on my extinction list that I'm uh, that I'm working on. And then and then after that, I'm gonna probably start. Uh, I'm I'm still contemplating whether I want to start Resident Evil next in October, hopefully here, because I'm hoping that I can beat Bayonetta soon i i don't even know if i'm halfway through bayonetta yet um i'm i'm at the part where you're like on the motorcycle so i haven't beat like another one so i gotta go oh you, oh you haven't mm, oh yeah. okay I th- i'm on i'm on like chapter seven or eight or something like that then but you still got a ways to go yeah because I, th- I think it's like close to halfway but yeah the halfway but, point yeah yeah but you know like i i enjoy that game like i've played part of two and I and I personally feel like I liked the story and everything a little bit better in two. Just I don't know if it's so much the story or just there, there's more characters that you're dealing with it's in that game cleaner. right off the bat. It's more cleaner and visually yeah. more appealing than one is. I would say. Yeah. Well, I I think I think part of the thing is it's like the you know like don't get me wrong the world that that you know like the that the the levels are taking place in mm-hmm. it's it looks cool and everything but it it just feels kind of empty like like there just isn't a whole lot to to the you know, like your surroundings and stuff like you can tell that it's like a an an older 
older console game like because now you know like with this with this generation there's just so much more detail and and levels and stuff and you know we're even seeing that on switch and stuff with the 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 uh nintendo games like you know the much more vast and more you know bigger backgrounds and and you know areas that you're in and and stuff like that is more filled in and stuff and like you know like it it didn't doesn't really wreck the experience or anything but it just it just feels kind of you know just kind of plain and you know in some ways but but i am enjoying it and like you know the character you know the bayonetta character is just great and just like some some of the the stuff one of the things that just happened uh at a part that i'm that i was in uh was really funny is like i beat i beat this boss uh and then um i like used this one of the creatures i whipped them around and and then whipped them at a at a um gasoline tanker truck and then the gasoline tanker truck like smashed into his face and then fell down and then like uh gasoline started pouring out and then i you know the bayonetta character she goes to shoot her her heel gun to 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 light it on fire yeah and it starts going and then all of a sudden it just goes out you know halfway through and she's just like uh and so then she grabs this like it's like one of those uh like angel statues of a boy yeah angel and it's like one of those that would be in like a um a water fountain thing yeah and he's he's just like <laughs> water shoots out of his his wiener or whatever his penis into the water normally and so she sticks that into the uh the tanker and so then it looks like it's peeing gasoline on onto the the character or whatever yeah (laughs) and then and then she she ends up shooting a bullet like into it and then it blows up and kills it it's just like seriously this game is just so weird like the stuff they yeah the stuff they do in the bayonetta games is so weird but you know that's that's why that's why people like them so much but but yeah that's for the most part that's what i've been playing so all right so that everybody that's been in our arcs know that's our update. Actually, Jesse is leading, uh, in the, in our, uh, ex, uh, execution, extinction, not execution, extinction game, uh, backlog. Um, but like I said, I had to play, I stopped doing quantum break because I started working on Shadow of the Tomb Raider so I could get that up for review. Um, but uh, like I said, I'm going to be jumping back into it. But we're going to get into some Arsenal news. And I'm going to uh, throw it off to Jesse. He has some CFDs news for everybody. So, Jesse, take it away. Okay, yeah. So, um, basically, uh, th- there's an article. I'm not going to go completely, like, read the article or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, just going to give the basics. So, uh, Eurogamer. Uh, Matt Wales, uh, one of the reporters from uh, Eurogamer, had written an article because um, he got he got a chance to talk to some of the guys from Rare and talk about Sea of Thieves and and they actually took some time to uh, to you know go back and just like give give a little detailed like behind the scenes of you know how how things have been going you know since their you know their adding of content and like how that that content has kind of changed their their minds and ideas on what they originally had planned to do you know for this game 
and you know and it's a really good it's a really good read um like uh, if you want to read it you can just go to eurogamer.net and then uh if you click on the xbox tab uh in there you they you know we'll have all the stories and you should be able to find it in there um it might be lower down because you guys are hearing this later but um so basically though what i wanted to mention is kind of at the end they they gave a little teaser of what their uh their hopes were for the future and what they kind of want to do and they've basically assured people that they've been listening you know to what people have been asking for mm-hmm. and without giving anything away they just basically hinted that that they they were they're making plans uh for the future to to have more story driven content yes. and more uh stuff stories and things based around lore of the game um so so all the people out there that you know that have kind of been let down that there's not really a story mode and stuff there's there's a possibility that that people like you that that you know were kind of upset that that there wasn't enough of that will hopefully be getting getting that stuff that you were hoping for so um there was some other things they've talked about um I, I don't know for sure they haven't like said whether whether for sure that they were going to have it or not but um you know like there was talks about them having you know pets and stuff like that so they're like i think they're they're kind of wanting to wait with that kind of stuff um and just kind of you know like worry about like the main the main stuff of how things work and all that the mechanics and but um, I don't know. So so we'll have to watch and see that they might like add add. You know, you might be able to have a parrot on, on your <laughs> uh, on your shoulder or something someday. But but for now, I think and and I and I'm sure the fans would agree that they'd they'd probably rather get some more story driven stuff and worry about pets and things like that later. Right. So so yeah. So that so the. You know they really haven't confirmed much of anything, obviously, but they they just said that they would like they they're planning on doing some more story driven stuff. So what form that will be, well, you know, we'll find out. But but you know, either way, I mean, as long as there's more story stuff, I think I think most people will be happy that that we're getting more a more in depth kind of storyline type you know and getting to learn more about the the world that you're playing in so mm, okay so that's that's pretty much it for that all right cool we're ready we're going to get into the next story and uh these stories are coming from game informer this one is quite a long one so uh sit back eat a donut <laughs> drink some coffee <laughs> Uh, relax, whatever you're doing. Uh, Destiny 2 players can expect more masterwork cores, better exotic drops soon. Although people were pretty happy with where the Forsaken expansion has taken Destiny 2, it's not without its issues. Chief among them are the addition of masterwork cores as required materials for infusion as well as their rarity, as well as the paltry rate at which exotic gears drop. Bungie is hoping to address both of these issues in an upcoming update. On the developer's official page, Bungie detailed how the increase in cost for infusing higher level items into lower ones happened because it wanted to make that infusion a meaningful choice. However, since Masterwork cores were added 
uh, as a cost for infusion, players have found themselves scrapped for the rare material, discouraging them from infusing items at all. There weren't, many, there weren't that many ways to attain Masterwork cores. You could currently buy them from the Spider Vendor in the Tango Shore, but they're expensive. You can also get them from Dismissing Weapons, but that's not a reliable source for them. Bungie is doing two things to fix the issue. First, it's renaming the item when they were created. The definition of a pinnacle item put the emphasis almost entirely on masterworking. Bungie says, we expanded that definition and for a second, but didn't update the currency. The way uh, the new name looks to be Uncommon Cores. Second, it's looking to add new ways to get Uncommon Cores so players have a steady stream of them. When this update will hit, it's still up in the air. Moving on to exotics, Budgie isn't changing too much, but what they are changing is fairly big. We plan to increase the chance for exotics to drop something you don't already have, Budgie says. This has been a fairly large sticking point for players who get that fun uh, dopamine drip from seeing a gold and gram drop, only to get a gun they already have for the umpteenth time. As for the drop rate, that's not changing. And for a second, there are a dozen or so new exotics that can drop randomly, but the most prominent ones have come in the form of multi-step quests that eventually reward you with a powerful and unique weapon. Budget has opted for this approach to make exotics meaningful long turn chases. As with the change to Uncommon Chorus, when this change hits has not been detailed. Finally, Iron Banner is getting some fairly large tweaks for the next time it rolls around. The biggest change is that the weekly bounties that accompany an Iron Banner event will now all offer powerful gear. The bounties themselves are also easier to accomplish. One of the goals we have for Iron Banner is that it's an opportunity for lower power players to catch up on or uh, catch up or re-engage in their pursuit of power, says Bunchy Senior Designer Jeremiah Pichel. Based on your feedback and our and analytics, we're not meeting that goal. And no. I can't say anything else because I don't have the first second uh, DLC. Corey does, so we may find out more what he thinks about the story next week. But Jesse, any thoughts? No, I, like I mean, yeah, like I I didn't really get to touch too much on the uh, the whole like the newer newer fusion system and all that, like where they had the the you know the power up things and all that. But I did notice that that difference, and I, it did kind of seem. Like yeah, like it was was gonna be an issue with with trying to find all the things that you those core things that mm-hmm. you needed in order to be able to do you know to make the best out of of the fusions of weapons and changing the abilities or whatever and all that. So yeah, like I I didn't really get to experience it too much, but I did notice that it wasn't something that I was finding or getting to be able to even to be able to you know do any of that stuff so yeah if that's an issue across the board yeah hopefully that that will get fixed then and and make it a little bit more you know attainable anyways because at this at this point like like i said i did play a little bit of it but i didn't even get one of them i don't think so Mm. wow and uh yeah i need to return to destiny 2 because 
once I was done with the main story quest, I uh, uninstalled it and put it back in the sk- in this box and then shelved it. <laughs> so, uh, I I reinstalled it. Uh, I just gotta redo everything, and so I could do get do go through the new DLC and then hopefully be ready for Forsaken when I'm ready for that. So yeah, yeah. The other thing too that I guess that that I like to mention is um I'm glad that they're they're changing and like kind of making the raids and things like those a little bit a little bit easier for people like us that are like really far behind mm-hmm. because like and I kind of almost wish that they would do that you know like with with some of the like uh, well, yeah, the raid, the raid stuff, like for sure, because uh, like I haven't even gotten to try them yet. I haven't even gotten to try a raid because it was so, you know, like you cannot do it like by yourself. You've got to do it as a group, and even as a group, you know, like I've done. I think with Pat or someone, I think it was just me and Pat or something. We tried to see like oh, if we could do anything by ourselves, and and like it, it's just like you cannot like you do little you couldn't do any damage to any of the the enemies in them even like the lower ones so it it was just really yeah it was really beefed up for that and i didn't <laughs> i didn't really care for that too much because it's like if you don't have a you know four people that you can play with constantly it's really hard to do those kinds of things and that's that's a whole big chunk of the game that's that people that just want to be able to go play solo and just kind of screw or mess around and try to work on things by themselves can't really do so it's kind of a good good that they're they're gonna like make have like different levels of it or whatever mm-hmm. they're doing exactly so that's that's good to hear yeah ch- what well, we're gonna move on to the next story um Ashu Co-op Dungeon Crawling coming to PC next year. Uh, Minecraft is all about imagining a new worlds and going on adventures within them. Minecraft Dungeons takes the first part of out of the equation and instead focuses on dungeon crawling with your friends. Announced at this year's MyCon, Dungeons is a four-player dungeon crawler using Minecraft's iconic blocky art style, but emphasizing the loot hoarding and exploration aspects of the original game. This uh, supplant Minecraft however as Dungeons is being made by a smaller team at Mojang this has been a a passion project for them and is inspired by their love for classic dungeon crawler games the announcement post says you can watch the first trailer for Dungeons uh, which is PC next year um, and you can check that out on YouTube or on uh, Game Informers website for the story so it's only on pc yeah it's only on pc for right now um i haven't got a chance to check the trailer yet um i'm just i'm literally just finding out about this game like oh i didn't know nothing about this but yeah if you want to check it out you can look at the trailer yeah i hope it i hope it does come to xbox because i i this might actually be the first uh minecraft game that i could get into (laughs) true because, I mean, I don't, you know, like, don't get me wrong, I, I've i played a little bit of, like, the original Minecraft stuff in different forms, but, um, but like, I, you know, like, that kind of game is a time consumer, like, you've really got to spend a lot of time to build things and, you know, and do stuff like that, mine, mine for materials and all that, uh. you know, like, it's just... 
a very time-consuming game that I just don't have enough time to really, di- you know, Dude. dive deep into. So, like, I, yeah, like the like my idea of like some kind of story-driven type or more like like a mind-crawling type thing would be pretty fun to me. So, well, I have nothing else to say about that <laughs> or anything. <laughs> uh, so, moving on, uh, Fallout seventy six beta coming in late October. Uh, Bethesda has revealed more details about the upcoming Fallout seventy six beta, including when it's coming and how it all works. The BETA, as they're calling it, short for Break It Early Test Application, will be running in specific time windows through the end of October. The beta hits the Xbox One first on October twenty third, and it arrives on PlayStation four and PC a week later. It will run from those days until a few days before the game's November 14 launch. During that time, the beta will be live for uh, periods of about 4 to 8 hours a day. When it's live, players will have access to the complete game, with the goal of having players progress carry over to the final version when it launches. The beta is only available to players who pre-order the game and redeem a code that comes with their pre-order receipt. And uh, if you want to check out more of their details, you can go to Bethesda's official FAQ. So, yeah, you'll be able to play pretty much the full game. Uh, I, I, people are probably going to be looking for speed ones to see if what they, what they do for that game and if they could beat it by the time the game comes out or, or anything. But, uh, it's not for me, but I'm happy to see that it is getting a beta. Um, and also this game will not be crossplay. Everybody knows that, uh, PS4 has allowed Fortnite to be the beta test for crossplay. Um, but Bethesda has not confirmed anything and they stated that it won't be crossplay. So, but just your thoughts. Um, yeah, I, you know, like, as, like me, I, I bought the last Fallout game and it was better than, like, I felt than the, the previous one that I had played in, in some ways. But I, I still, I still wasn't, like, completely, like, you know, blown away by it. So I, I don't know, like, moving forward when, when we've got stuff like, uh, like, um, anthem and and metro like the the metro uh game coming out and stuff like that i think like those are kind of more my up my my type of games and so like i i'm glad that they that they did the beta i definitely will give it a shot and i i do you know i do hope that it's a good game for the sake of people who are fans of them um and and who knows you know maybe i will enjoy the beta and and they'll get a sale from me that they may not have gotten otherwise so yeah. so you know like it's definitely good when when uh companies do the the betas and especially when they they let the progression uh you know count towards the full game like that is is always a plus so so I definitely give them props for doing that and and uh, and uh, giving people that opportunity. So yeah, and you probably have to go to Bethesda's website for those who pre-ordered the game to get times for it. Yeah. Um, this next one is really focusing more on PS4. 
Uh, but, but we're just t- touching on a little bit. So, uh, it seems that Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to have a 105 gigabyte install. Uh, and people know that PS4 is getting extra content, uh, 30 days early. Um, how do you feel about it? 105 gigabytes. I don't, we don't know if it's coming to Xbox One in that same manner, but I'm assuming it, it, it will be. Thoughts? Yeah, no, I I think it will. If anything, it will probably be more on Xbox. Yeah, I I I want to know how it's going to push Xbox One X. Yeah, like yeah, because the, the one the One X should definitely it will definitely add more to that just because of the sole purpose that they use true 4K mm-hmm. res, yeah. you know resolution, whereas the 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 PS4 Pro is just is. It's, you know, like it can be faked or whatever. So it's, you know, just by nature, I would expect the the file size to be bigger on the One X for the true, you know, true 4K stuff. Yes. So we're going to actually move on to uh, kind of a nice, a nice uh, story to actually hear. Um, the Glad Media Awards are, uh, or Glad introduces outstanding video game award. Um, the Glad Media Awards are, are, are awards designed to shine the spotlight on media for their fair, accurate, and inclusive representation of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer community and the issues that affect their lives. The awards have been running for 29 years and for their upcoming 30th year will be recognizing video games for the first time ever. The Outstanding Video Game Award is introduced this year for video games with outstanding LGBTQ inclusive content. While the category has just been introduced and nomination suggestions are still being solicited, Glad already has an idea of what they're looking for. Outstanding Video Game Award is given for an interactive experience that includes authentic and impactful LGBTQ characters or storylines. Judging will take into consideration the degree to which characters or storylines I'm sorry. Judges will take into consideration the degree to which the LGBTQ inclusive content is effectively woven into gameplay, including player agency and the world itself. To be eligible, a game needs to come out in the 2018 calendar calendar year or have significant enough new content in 2018 that's relevant to the GLAD Media Awards. As an example, The Last of Us might not count, but the Left Behind DLC releasing the following year will have... Had the award existed at the time, um, at the time, interestingly, Glad also specifics, uh, uh, specific, uh, specific, spec, uh, <laughs> specifies, sorry about that, specifies that the LGBTQ relevant media must either be revealed in the game or through canon alternate media. So a tweet from the creator saying that character's LGBTQ doesn't cut it. The nominations for the Glad Media Awards will be announced in January, with the awards themselves taking place on April 12th. So it's it's good that this kind of representation is going to be at um at that award show. Um, because we, sorry about that. We as gamers kind of don't highlight 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 some of uh the gay and lesbian characters in the video games. And we know that Sony, Sony is probably the only one definitely with The Last of Us 2 coming out. Um, and even with Horizon, uh, that has something to do with lesbians. Uh, and most games, 
Gucci that deal with uh issue gay issues and stuff all the characters are most of the characters are lesbian when they actually have a, a relationship um some of the men are just like a little bit over the top and a, a little bit flamboyant so this kind of mm-hmm. feel like a stereotype to them um but if you if if you look into mass effect like Mass Effect would have won one of these awards because one, two, or three, uh, would won any of these awards because if you choose a male character, you could actually choose another male, uh, as your love interest. Um, you could do the same thing with, uh, the female. Uh, I did it for Mass Effect Andromeda and Mass Effect Three. I have I've been a male character and I chosen a male character to be romance. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I I kind of hope that this this actually pushes more um about about characters kind of recognizing uh their sexuality and like just or sometimes just having some some gay person or lesbian person or trans person deal with issues and stuff like i would love to see mm-hmm. a lot of this be represented in games because i think there's a lot of stories and things that can be told through uh do multiple versions multiple formats of gameplay like you can do an fmv fmv game you can do a venture game and stuff like there's ways that you could handle this subject matter in very creative ways now i can understand nintendo want to get away from stuff like that because they they want to make it uh, you know about fun and family and just for everybody um they don't mean to be inclusive or anything but they just their culture in japan is different than the culture in america so they kind of have their viewpoint. Um, Microsoft, I think, can can actually touch on some of those issues now. I think yeah. if, if they want to do a lot of single player stuff, I think it's time for them to turn uh, to take upon themselves, get some kind of developers or something, and take upon this issue and and be well, about it. I could see Ninja Theory doing something like that. Yes, because that you know their their uh, you know Hellblade was was very motivated you know was motivated towards you know kind of go in touching on issues and so i could see them doing something like that um yeah you know and and like this is the thing like a lot of the times you know you're gonna have people that that don't agree with that kind of stuff and i feel like a lot of the times people that don't agree with stuff is because they don't they don't understand and and a lot of people even people you know like that that have no problem with that kind of stuff mm-hmm. they don't you don't quite understand you know like like how the you know how things are and stuff and so like yeah this would give this would give you know like a chance to kind of explain like the struggles and the and the you know the just the things that you know that that go on and like real issues and and you know like get an understanding of what it's like from from a perspective that that you you aren't familiar with you know mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and and I yeah and it ultimately that you know it's a good thing to to be informed and kind of help people understand because it just you know like that's part of like I said that's part of the reason a lot of times people 
you know, like get so turned off by by things is they just they don't understand and so so like this this would give hopefully a perspective that people can you know would be able to understand things better. So So well, we're gonna get into our last story, which kinda of gonna go jump into our uh round table discussion for this episode. Um for the first four weeks of content revealed, uh, in a tweet today, or in a tweet, Xbox UK revealed the contest coming to Forza Horizon 4 in the first four weeks. The first game in the series to have dynamic seasons each week will be accompanied by a new season from summer to spring, along with the seasonal cycles. Exclusive cars and new content will accompany the changes in the weather. And then, uh, if you go, if you, if you go to their uh, Twitter account uh, at Xbox UK, you could get a list of it. Um, Forza Horizon 4 is coming out October 2nd and will be exclusive to Xbox One and PC. The game will be available through the Xbox Game Pass or can be purchased for fifty nine ninety nine. So, yeah, if you guys want to check that out, that's cool that the first four weeks they're dropping content. Um, a lot of free content uh, each four weeks. And then who knows how many updates the game is going to have? Uh, your yeah, Jesse. Uh, yeah, that you know that's that's uh, that's good to hear. It's always uh, you know good to hear when when uh, company the you know developers and stuff when they they drop some you know some you know free content to kind of help help people get excited and and uh, you know like start off you know with something to start out with and and kind of you know change things up a little bit um like i like i said earlier and what the what we've been playing like i i've been playing the demo and i really i'm really looking forward to this game i enjoy i'm enjoying it a lot so it's i'm i'm excited (laughs) so we're going to get into our arsenal exchange or maybe our, our, our XNO roundtable, I should say. Um, we were supposed to have Boss Man to come join us up with this, but like I said, the first thing he wasn't able to make it to me. Uh, and Jesse are going to have a discussion. Um, I do want to bring to Jesse's attention that uh, he messaged me that he beat my time on Forza Horizon 3 at a certain part. So, I... Depending on how it goes, I may go back and try to beat this time. Um, if not, I would leave it where it, where it is and try to work on the game. Uh, yeah, what it well actually what it was is it was a distance. It was a di- you. Ha- it was one of those. Uh, it's like in in the uh, Horizon three and in four, I believe, and probably some of the other ones. I'm sure they had it in too. Um, you like there's different areas where there's a, a ramp. And then you got to hit the ramp and then try to go, uh, you know, like try to stay airborne for a certain amount, you know, period of time or whatever, mm-hmm. like a certain distance. And so that's, that's basically what it was is you got to hit the ramp at just the right way and to be able to sail like through the sky a really long distance. And so basically it's, it's judging the distance from the ramp to where you, you first touch ground. Mm hmm like how far you jumped and so that's that's what that was <laughs> also everybody our um our x mascot uh is with us he's oh. chilling <laughs> yeah he's sleeping over here by me so linen yes <laughs> so uh let's get into talking about the beta stuff so we played battlefield 5 multiplayer 
We played mm-hmm. Forza Horizon 4 um, demo. And we also played uh, uh, Blackout uh, from Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Um, I know that there is a Soul Calibur 4 one, uh, Soul Calibur 6 going on, uh, mm-hmm. but I, it's a time one and I did not play it, nor Jesse did, pl- didn't play it. So unfortunately, everybody were not able to talk about that. I will say though, that I've been seeing some people play it and posting their videos on Twitter and it looks like it's going to be a great game. I, I decided that I'm, am going to buy the game. Um, I think I'm just going to buy it for PS4 because I know there are some people who wants to play and actually the only game that that i did with soul caliber is one is one or two um ps1 no uh soul caliber uh i did on ps1 and then or is it soul edge it might be soul edge um and then when soul caliber 2 came out i did it on gamecube so and then i i I actually ended it after playing soul caliber 2 um i didn't get three four or five or anything like that um but uh i'm sorry everybody so that one that one game we would not be covering uh but we're going to be covering um all the other three games we're going to give our pros we're going to give our cons uh what we hope to see and what we expect from this game so uh which one do you want to start with jesse um <clears throat> well, since I was just kind of talking about it, we could start with with Forza. With Forza, okay. So yeah, uh, Forza Horizon Four. Um, it starts out that you know you get uh, different kind of cars and you're going through a path. Um, and the seasons change. They give you an idea of how the game says uh, is set up. Um, and I'm assuming that everything that you do is going to go to the final game. I believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, let's talk about some pros for this for this game. Um, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. And it's going to look even more gorgeous on Xbox One X, uh, on OX in 4K. I was looking at this game. It was just like, my goodness. I mean, it's still, it has a little bit feeling of Forza 3 in it. But this is more detail and stuff pops out. Like, when they really go into the seasons, and I haven't chose what my favorite season is in the game yet, but, like, the red effects is still good. Uh, seeing the leaves kind of move around, like, it is breathtaking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want Do you want me to uh, say, like, my pros then yeah, and stuff as well? Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Like it, it just does feel. It just feels better, and it looks better. And um, like one of the like one of my pros is uh, like I like I like what we're seeing uh for so far for the variety. Like they've done done a really good job of showing the vari- showing off the variety of and uniqueness of the different kinds of cars that you can use and unlock. Like, did you see the the one like the little uh, car, like what Mister Bean <laughs> drives, where yeah. it's like, just the little the little three wheeled, like yeah. little tiny car? Oh, God, it, yeah, like uh, like just when they showed that, I'm just like, okay, this this game is like they are going for the fun factor in this game. Yeah, like they they're going for 
giving people the opportunity to just have all kinds of crazy experiences with the the weird cars and stuff like that and just like the the cinematic stuff that they do doing that that beginning of the of the uh the demo like when they have the like the different like i i really liked the the part where you're driving the car uh with the motorcycles and they have the the different colored smoke coming behind them like that was a lot of fun that like it just felt so fun driving through there and you got these guys on motorcycles doing stunts jumping over the top of your car and stuff it was like they did a really good job of just kind of making it making it more than just your typical racing game like making it enjoyable and i assume that this just really want you to go through races in this game and, yeah. and and still explore stuff but i i feel like kind of like getting number one number one doesn't really matter because i wonder if you could just beat the game by doing all the races and that's it yeah i i, I mean you, i'm sure i'm sure you probably can um like another uh, like another one of my pros that kind of goes along with like you know like not making it just about being number one to get the most money is like i do like that they added the whole the whole thing with mixer where if you if you're streaming you stream the game on mixer uh you're gonna get uh experience points in game well your experience points will be I think it's, I forget, I think it's like 500 experience points for every hour that you're streaming. But the way they did it, I believe, is if the more people you have watching, the more pe- the more experience you'll get from streaming. Okay. And then you... You also can uh, you also can earn experience by watching someone else play. So, like they, I I really do like the integration stuff that they've kind of been, uh, you know, testing out here with with their with their games because moving forward, it sounds like they're gonna they want to try to make make uh, mixer be a part of the their gaming experience as well and you know like make it benefit you in in your games so try to use their platform instead of twitch yeah 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 well and what you you know is fine you know whatever i mean it it, if you got something you might as well you might as well use it and and make it make it something that people want to use so you know that's the thing is twitch twitch has got like where you can get stuff for you know all different kinds of games so they've you kind of got to step it up a little bit yeah. <laughs> I, I do want i can't wait to see more cars appear in the game like online uh and yeah. do different races and stuff um and see what customization they're gonna have from this game uh the, all the cars look slick it looks really really good but yet i this is my cons for it it's still the handling and these turns are still problematic for me and i don't know what is wrong and i i know i gotta show jesse what's going on um and i'll probably do that a little bit later in the week uh showing them but i just can't get it i i don't know what is going on um and it's funny story i was uh my manager at work he just bought the xbox one s um yeah and i actually told him about arsenal x podcast 
Uh, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, well, I do a, a podcast about Arsenal, about Xbox. And, you know, of course, broke down the Toys R Us history and all of that stuff. And he said that, you know, he, he put in Forza Horizon 3. And he looked at it, uh, because I think the Slim Up scales it to 4K, some of the yeah. games and stuff. So, yeah, I, so he looked at it and was just like, man, it looks gorgeous he just he did because he was gonna get an xbox one x i was just like but well i'm like i need to know a little bit more than that and then i just broke broke everything down so um he said i saved them like 200 some dollars so i did my job uh (laughs) but he was just like it looks really good really crisp stuff um but my con uh is definitely the handling i don't know why the cars are controlling that way it is i think it's one of those things that i i may have to switch to manual normally when i play car racing games i would like to stay on auto but because i have trouble with that with that handling and the turns and stuff i end up switching it to uh manual and i end up winning races races and um playing a little bit better that way okay Um, so yeah yeah it like it's it's definitely like we've talked about this a couple of times it's definitely something that yeah like takes some getting used to like because it's it's not it's not your typical just you know like arcade racing game so it's it's you know it's very takes a lot of uh of practice and and like i I like when I was younger, like I used to play nothing but like, like when, when PS1 and 2 and stuff were out, like I played a lot of racing games. So I've, like, I've, I've probably at this point have more, uh, racing game experience under my belt than first person shooters. But, um, just because of the sheer amount of them that I played, you know, back in the day. But, like, you know, I mean, this is still different from that, though. I mean, it's just so much more realistic compared to any any of the stuff that we used to be able to play then. You know, even back in the day, Gran Turismo, you know, like, they, like, that was the, the more, you know, realistic racing game. But even then, it was still kind of arcadey, you know, like, they still didn't, didn't, like, other than, like, changing pieces on your car and stuff, you know, and upgrading things on your car, it, it really didn't feel that much different, you know, from a, a regular arcade racing game. Well, what I, well, what I expect from this game, for me, is that, um, that it's still, it, that it's a, a bigger community that it doesn't have any lag or any problems like that or like dropping frame rates and stuff hope everything mm-hmm. is smooth um that the variety of um cars and motorcycles and stuff like that hope really there's a vast vast um choice that they give you and uh customization i can't wait to see it uh what about you um yeah for me for me uh, definitely the customization is something that i hope they uh they they really nail i i thought they did a good job with it in in the last one mm-hmm. but i would like to see them uh make it make it a little bit easier 
to do. Yes. Because it it was a very tedious process if you wanted to do something very elaborate, you know, like, and even just like, even just trying to do something like trying to mirror something, mm-hmm. you know, on, on both sides, like it wasn't an easy task because you couldn't just make, make an image in the, 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 uh, decal creator you couldn't just make an image and then after you save that image mirror it to flip it around to to put it on the other side of the car you had to literally remake that entire image but but make it the other facing the other way if you wanted to have it mirrored for the other side yeah. so that was very very problematic with the last one for me like it just turned me off of really wanting to do anything uh, elaborate in the decal creator, but like, because I, I didn't really say my 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 cons with it. Like, I, I think I don't know some of the some of the stuff, the uh, like the story mode stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I you know, obviously it didn't. It's it's the beginning of it because, like, once you do that that whole thing in the beginning in the demo where you're going through the seasons, yeah, and stuff. Uh, after that, you can continue to play, and then it goes more into the story mode. Uh-huh. And uh, like my my one thing is, I kind of wish that they would would have a character creator, like where you could actually like create your own character if you you know like make yourself in the game kind of thing yeah like that was like that was my con is i i would have i was hoping that we would get a, a character creator so you can make someone in your likeness and then you know like kind of like in the wrestling games have at least like a couple of different voice voice options but other but other than that that's like i i, I kind of was hoping that we would get something a little bit more in depth as far as as the character creator as I mean, you know, technically you're mostly in the car. You don't really see your character a whole lot, mm-hmm. but but the, there's still is like a lot of cutscenes where you're talking to the, you know, the people running the different the uh, the different things and all that. So I don't know. I would I would have liked a, a little bit more of a, a character creator in it, and I don't think we're gonna get that. So well, uh, my hope for this game is that I hope it sells well. I really want it to sell really, really good, uh, and that it be maybe one of the holiday titles that people look forward to. And hopefully, it it could be into Game of the Year nomination. Uh, what about you? My hopes is I just I kind of hope that we get some more uh, unique like uh, add-on cars and stuff, kind of you know like they did the the Warthog and stuff in the mm-hmm. third one. And like I would like to see some some stuff you know more stuff uh, like that and maybe themed around like uh, like TV shows or whatever you know some some more fun you know iconic cars and things like that. I like I wouldn't even. Kind might like seem see, like Kip from <laughs> from Knight Rider or something funny like that. I would like, kind of like to see Nintendo actually allow Microsoft uh to use the Mario Kart franchise, like make a track, uh, use one of the tracks from the uh, the franchise to put in the Forza. I would like to see that. I hope that happens. I hope Nintendo gets involved with it. Yeah, that would be kind of cool if they had yeah some kind of Mario type thing in it. Yeah. So <laughs> where should we go next? Blackout, Blackout, or Battlefield Five? Um, 
We could go with Battlefield 5 next. Okay, so Battlefield 5, my pros for it. The game plays astonishingly. Like, the gameplay is so good. Um, shooting everybody, like, the sound effects are just, like, are really good. This is what DICE should be doing with their first-person shooters instead of worrying about buildings falling and stuff. Because when they, when they're, when they could get some good gameplay, uh, working, I have a fun time playing them. But when they focus on like the graphics and the physics and how buildings falls and all that other stuff, I, I lose interest in their game. Yes, you guys are showing off what the entry can do, but your game needs to be more important and not a bad showpiece. Um, but if if the way that this game looks and plays for the single player, it's definitely going to be in my Game of the Year nomination. Uh, what about you? Yeah, my, my pros, like the same as, as what you said, um, my pros are like that that could have gone either way. It could have been a pro or a con. I you know, had to see it, see how it worked and everything, but... I really do enjoy their their whole uh, uh, med kit and and uh, ammo pack system that they've kind of changed up for this yes. for this game. I I really do think it works really well, especially in the the game type uh, that we played, where you got to capture the different spots because each spot kind of has its own uh, ammunition and uh, health crate somewhere. So it, it really makes for a good a good battle, you know, uh, start, just because there is that, that possibility of trying to run for cover and duck behind cover and, and slowly make your way to that, that uh, you know, ammo and, and uh, healing crate to, to, you know, that could be all the difference of you being able to heal uh-huh. to finish finish the last guy off. It really makes for a really good dynamic and and making it not just about capturing that spot, but that you've got to always be making sure that you that you've got ammo and and just really making it seem more important yes to me like I, it felt more important trying to capture a spot like it it felt better and and just more satisfying when you did so so what are your cons for this my cons um uh, I really like me and when we played the the one game type that uh, was like an hour and a half long. Yeah. <laughs> for one, for just one game, <sighs> it's a little too much for one one game, one one match. But it depends on how many players are going to be in the match. Yeah, but it's still it just an hour and a half is just too long for anything. Yeah. For any for any multiplayer match of any kind, from in my opinion, well, I think I, I, I think once you get a four player squad, that it might go shorter. But yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, so like I, I we because you just kind of feel burned out after a while of the same. Because you know, like that 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 game type in general, I honestly I didn't. I'm I'm not that's not really my thing mm-hmm. those kind of those kind where you're pushing like back and forth and stuff 
Like, I've never been super into them. Um, I feel, unfortunately, I feel like the, the Call of Duty franchise is kind of, uh, with their newer versions of that kind of game type, yeah. has done a good job of it because they've, they've made it the same idea, but it doesn't take nearly as long for one match. So I think, I think it, it's fine. It's just, I just don't like how stretched out it is. Yeah. Cause it's big and that's fine that it's big. Uh, yeah. but you know, the problem that we had definitely, this is, this is a con for me. It's just like when players drop out of the game and, ooh, excuse me about that. Uh, when players drop out of the game, it like literally drops quickly all the people, all the men that you have. Cause it's kind of almost like a live system. Um, yeah. when you die and you come back in the game, which, you know, the loading time and stuff, uh, they could fix that and everything. Cause I would be, I would rather just, if I did, I'm dead and then be able to pop back in in the game instead of having to wait for you. Like the team squad stuff is just like, you gotta wait for your whole squad to die or they, or they come and revive you in order to continue playing the game. And yeah. so if you got a person who's really good after all three of you guys die, you're not gonna be able to play the game. Now you can, so I think they're, they're, luckily they allowed you to like surrender, like give up and then be able to come back in the game yeah so uh what i expect this game to be uh i expect it to be a disaster when it launches it's ea and everybody's going to be looking to see what story they could make this game out to be to be a disaster so um not say it may it doesn't deserve it uh, and it shouldn't deserve it but i know gamers are probably going to be ignoring this game and it's going to be a marketing disaster when people take stuff out of context because they want this game. Some people are, some people probably want this game to fail and definitely there's going to be an outcry when they see women in the battlefield. So yeah, I, yeah, I mean, we've already kind of got a little bit of that, um, pre prematurely, yeah. but like what, I, what, like for me, I, I'm I, I'm thinking that I, that I I actually believe that that it's gonna um do better than than uh, what people were predicting. Mm-hmm. It's uh, maybe not a lot better, but I I think we will we will uh, it will do a little bit better than than what what people were thinking. Um, Definitely with the pre-sale di- uh, diabolical. Yeah. So. Yeah. That whole mess. <laughs> that fake news. <laughs> 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 but what I do hope is I hope that the single player is strong. That's what I'm really looking forward to this game. The strong single player that I could enjoy and come back to. Uh what about you, Jesse? Yeah, my uh, I I'm I'm hoping that as well. Um my hopes um because we really haven't gotten anything on it yet. My hopes is that their battlefield or their battle royal mode ends up being being successful. Because, like, I just, like, you know, like, we, you know, host, uh, being, being part of, uh, the hosts of, uh, Royal with, Royal with Cheese. Yeah. Like, you know, like, we're, I'm hopeful that we have more options of things that we can play and, you know, have, have different content for people who watch that, you know, because it's, you know, no one wants to just see the same, same game constantly being played over again. And, you know, we'll have Call of Duty 
for sure. But yeah. I'm, you know, I'm uh, like, and then along with that, I'm also hopeful that like, like a uh, blackout mode, they, they told us that it was only going to be 64 people, but I'm hoping that that number like blackout will, will raise, but, but they, that will just be their starting point And then just we'll kind of, yeah. And then if it, if it works, if it works, uh, because you said that blackout, get, that's why. <laughs> well, no, I said I said blackout because in blackout they it started. They said that there was only going to be sixty five people or sixty four people mm. originally, but then as they rolled the beta out, they they kept on raising it up, and they did get it to a hundred by the end of the so beta. Hoping that Battlefield so, Five does so the same thing. Yeah, so okay. I'm hoping that that Battlefield Five uh, is just they said sixty four just as a starting. Mm-hmm. and that hopefully they will raise it try to raise it and get more people in there because i just feel like um like to really make it make it what it what it, you want it to be it's got to be closer to 100 uh players so yeah so well let's get into the last one because uh i think this one is is kind of surprising uh that it was good like it surprised it even took me by surprise so call of duty <laughs> black ops 4 uh black ops 4 uh their uh kind of um battle royale is called blackout and um i want to start with you jesse what are your pros for this my pros are they basically did everything that PUBG w- was trying to do, but they did it. <clears throat> they did it better, and and they, you know, like just the from the way the you know the guns and everything shoot and feel is like just like your regular, you know, like a Call of Duty game and stuff. And so, so like they they were able to 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 uh, keep the the feel, uh, you know, that we know of Call of Duty games with like the gunfire and stuff like that. And then add, you know, add in all these these uh, you know p- picking up of weapons and all that stuff, and just really making it super easy to to jump into and play. <clears throat> <clears throat> and like for me that you know like it's it's been there's a there's just a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff that they just did so well yes uh with every engine they're using because i think they said they they had a new engine stuff it fits this battle royale style like and i agree with you that this game plays way better than PUBG. uh the kills feel a little bit more balanced in this game it don't seem too quick uh, but but I I thoroughly enjoyed this. Now I enjoyed it to the fact that I still won't buy this game, but I enjoyed playing it. That it feels good and it feels tight. So it it's surprising good that it's that it works. Uh, what are your cons though about it? My cons, um, like the thing with my cons is I don't know that I don't know quite yet how how the the official game's gonna be. Mm-hmm. But I, I did feel, and I, and I mean, and this is understandable, but I did feel like like the graphics, the like just the visuals and stuff weren't weren't the greatest. But this but is I, a bit of everybody. So yeah, but and it's to be expected too because I feel like you know like this this is pretty new for them to yeah. to be be doing doing something on this scale. 
And the reason that usually uh, your Call of Duties and stuff like that a lot mm-hmm. of times are able to, you know, make like higher resolutions and really, really detailed, you know, things on your surroundings is because they're making their maps a little bit smaller. Yes. So they can they can really go all out with like all the stuff, you know, that you can interact with and see and in, in the uh, environment. So. So like you know like them stretching it out that map out to a big size means that they've got to cut down in other spots. So it's it's a, to be understand it you know but my my only other uh uh con was that I kind of would have liked to see some form of of like uh integration of of the kill streak type stuff. Mhm. To kind of make it make it like you know like what's Call of Duty known for? They're known for you getting your kill streaks and stuff like that. Yes. Now in this kind of game type, I can see where that could be too overpowering, uh-huh. and it would just be too like too much of a a swing of power in in one way. So, but but like they do have the RC car in it, which you know technically was uh was. It was kind of one of the the, the kill streaks, but you could make it detonate and use it as a, a mobile bomb. Now, what they should have done is have something like that, that like small things like that, that would only get like maybe one or two kills. Like so, it's not a massive swing of power, there, but but they would have to make it something that's really really hard to achieve, you know. I think there's gonna be more <clears throat> in it. Uh, I yeah. think right now they just wanna. I think they was focusing more of how the stability of the online is, and you know, get people an idea on how the game feels when they're playing <laughs> it. So, um, yeah, uh, my kind of to this game is that uh i think i want to see more they didn't have enough vehicles for me and they didn't have any zombies really popping out and like really interfering with your game so hopefully they be able to throw more into that um i expect this game probably to sell maybe four million between xbox and playstation 4 week one sales yeah it's possible yeah i i mean it's it's hard to say hard to say what because we don't know how the pc community will be doing so yeah uh, because i feel like overall the like the it's gone over fairly well yeah or at least at least you know like with with people or at least the blackout mode anyways i don't i can't really speak on the the multiplayer i I thought there was some some griping about the uh, like the regular multiplayer i don't remember though i can't remember thought i heard something some rumblings so uh what is your expectation um i i expect it to uh to actually cause cause a dip in uh players and some of the other uh in in the other um battle battle royale games games like i i I, i'm sure there'll still be a lot of people playing Fortnite, but i i think i could see it i could see it cutting cutting a big massive chunk of those people out of out of playing Fortnite. Yeah, this is a real man's game now, not no kitty stuff. <laughs> okay. I definitely, I'm definitely sure we'll see a dip in uh, PUBG players, you know, for sure. But 
just because that that would be the more the more closer uh comparison to to you know to this game it's still not the same it's yeah. still not it's still not like to me uh pubg is more would be more closer to the battlefield yeah version because it's the more it's going for the more realism and more realistic you know versus the more arcadey because Call of Duty is still an arcadey style game, so it would be closer to your your Fortnites. Well, uh, going to get to the last part of this. Uh, my hope for this blackout thing, uh, and this is kind of serious. I hope it don't get no, nobody killed. I really hope that I really hope that people online could just be respectable players and not have somebody's dad get killed. Because they were doing a joke. Um, yeah. I you mean like swatting and swatting stuff like and that? Stuff. Yeah. I really yeah. hope people just really play the game and have fun. Uh, what about you, Jesse? My my hopes are that, um, that you know, like that not only does it uh, be very successful, but it, it pushes, uh, pushes, you know, people, the people like that are making PUBG and stuff to to improve their game and and and, you know, and and Fortnite and other other people who are planning on trying to do, you know, mm-hmm. do stuff to to improve their game. Because, you know, like the, the thing with PUBG is they kind of, they, like, they were kind of the ones to kind of start the, get the, the generation rolling a little bit with, with, you know, making it a little bit more mainstream that game type and so like they've you know just but they've just kind of been so busy trying to you know get it get it everything updated and changed and all that and it just feels like they they need to they need to make a little bit more changes yet and i'm hoping that that uh that with the, that this game is successful and kind of pushes everyone to strive for better so yes but everybody that is our roundtable discussion we want guys want to know what you guys think uh what was the pros? What was the con of the bait, these betas or these games, these demos? Uh, what do you expect and what do you hope for? We would love to know that. You guys can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. Yes, we are on the Twitters at, um, at Arsenal X Podcast and on Instagram, Arsenal X Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Arsenal X NGR Radio's Xbox Podcast Group. Um, and you can find us on YouTube at the Arsenal X Podcast channel. Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Phantom Maggot AX and on SoundCloud as well. You guys can find Corey at uh, Corey in HD eighty six. You guys can find me at on Twitter at that retrico, and also check out my podcast Option Opinion uh, on TuneIn, 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 SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. Uh, it's getting very late in this recording, <laughs> and uh, you guys can check out the Beauty of Video Games Volume Four: The Art of the Character. All the blogs are up on ngrradio.com and all the podcasts. Are Optional opinion on SoundCloud or wherever you get to uh, your podcast apps at. So um, do check out those episodes. I do have one more episode coming. Um, I just gotta uh, be able to work with this person in order to get it out. So I really cannot wait for this special guest to deliver the uh, epilogue for 
uh this project um and great news everybody volume five is uh i do have the topic uh, and i cannot wait to get it ready for next year um you guys are really going to enjoy it yes i'm bringing it back to ngrradio.com so you guys can check that out uh check out more podcasts that we do um nintendo power block uh nurse going platinum uh b-sides nurse gone rogue um and our snacks you can find on wednesdays at seven seven or eight o'clock i think uh you can find the podcast app so everybody have a great week have a great weekend and we will see you next time on our snacks podcast and as always we got to throw up the x <laughs> still in audio form because we're exiting out of here bye everybody bye